0: Hey, everybody. It's Chris from CRT Sports Cards. And thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. What's going on? Welcome to episode number 82 of the Project 2020 show and week number 25 of Project 2020. Let's get into the cards right now. Now, before we talk about the cards from Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we do need to quickly recap the weekend as a whole, as there were four print runs that got announced on Tuesday morning with the holiday weekend being on Monday and a massive delay in finding out these numbers. And I think the biggest surprise was the fact that we had a card print under 2,000 cards. And I've said it for a long time. I thought this would be very difficult to do, print under 2000. But when you factor in a Mariano card and the holiday weekend, we got a card at 1,902. I purchased five copies myself, so without me buying five or somebody else buying two or three, we are actually under 1,900. So a very, very low number. The other cards were as expected. George Brett got that Griffey bump, you know, George Brett 2.2. Griffey, 4.5, and the King Saladin, Mark Maguire. You know, as expected, 2.7. Not a real big surprise in any of those four, those three cards, but the biggest surprise was that Mariano, and what does it mean for the future of this set? Welcome back to my channel, and thank you for clicking on my video. My name is Chris, otherwise known on Twitter and Instagram as at CRT underscore sports cards, And if you want the best website for everything related to Project 2020, it's my website CRTSportsCards.com. But here we are. It's Thursday morning. What have we seen for the week? We've seen six of the 10 cards and two of the 10 print runs. And we'll circle back to my thoughts on the Mariano print run and what I'd be doing this week and next in Project 2020. But we now need to talk about the cards that came out on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. And on monday morning on labor day monday card number 235 was derek jeter by old man allen and then card number 236 was this nolan ryan by matt taylor on the matt taylor specifically this is what you expect to see from matt taylor this far into project 2020. i personally really like the color scheme i do really wish that they were printing project 2020 cards with foil backgrounds because this card would absolutely be a stunner with a foil finish. But there are a couple things I liked about the card on top of the fact of the color scheme. I like the baseball stitching in the background, the curve of the baseball in a sense, and then also the lettering. It felt very Woodstocky. It felt very 70s, which I thought was a really, really cool addition to the card. And then on the Old Man Allen, I understand people did not like this card and I understand people do not like Oldman Allen's cards in general in the set. They continue to grow on me every single week. I really was, though, expecting a full-color photo of Jeter. I was really expecting to see some neat photo of of him for this card. But here we are. We got a trading card. And I really hope... Or not a trading card, but a playing card. I really hope you got to see his inspiration behind the card. Because it explains the why. And at the end of the day, that is what is most important here in Project 2020. Is understanding the why behind the card. And so I got to give it to Old Man Allen. Nobody had on their bingo board, a playing card. And sure enough, Old Man Allen gave us a playing card. It wasn't my favorite of of the day. My favorite of the day was the Matt Taylor, Nolan Ryan. I am though not buying any. I'm not collecting Old Man Allen or Matt Taylor. So for me on Monday, it was a free day in Project 2020. Now turning the page to Tuesday, card number 237 is this Tony Gwynn by Jacob Rochester. And card 238 is this Frank Thomas by Mr. Cartoon. I will say I actually had to look at the actual card on Tops.com to see who the artist was of the Frank Thomas. I really thought JK5 went back to no color in his cards and I think that's a risk here for an artist. But it was a cool looking Frank Thomas. It is a very different looking card. But I still really think this card fits more into the JK5 set than the Mr. Cartoon set. Especially when you think about like the Mark McGuire or the George Brett. A ton of color and they really stand out. This Frank Thomas right now does not stand out. But then when you take a look at the Jacob Rochester Tony Gwynn. Wow. That is an amazing card. And ever since Jacob Rochester released his Dwight Gooden. Jacob Rochester has taken a step forward in my book when it comes to Project 2020 artists. What I'm getting from this card is just emotion. It really feels that it's old Tony Gwynn looking down at his career as a rookie and throughout his entire career. And we, as a baseball community, were robbed of an older Tony Gwynn. Unfortunately, as all of us know, he is not with us anymore. And so it really just felt emotional looking at this card. And this is just a fantastic card by Jacob Rochester. I really wish these cards would've been like this when they first came out. I would've been a bigger fan overall, but right now, Jacob Rochester has my attention in this set. I did not purchase either of these cards. I'm not collecting any of these cards, but it was a fantastic Tuesday in Project 2020, because right now, the leader in the clubhouse for me for the week is this Jacob Rochester. But I'm also very curious. As of Monday and Tuesday, how many cards have you purchased in Project 2020, and what is your favorite going into Wednesday morning? Now, it took until Wednesday, but on Wednesday morning is when I finally hit the Buy It Now on the Tops website. Card number 239 first up on this Wednesday is Roberto Clemente by Tyson Beck, and then card number 240 is this jk5 don mattingly it's amazing to say that we're only 10 cards away from 250 and 60 cards away from 300 and then the true real slide down to 400 begins now taking a look at both of these cards in order of how they were released the first one is this roberto clemente by tyson beck Another very, very classic design by Tyson Beck. When you see his cards, you know they are his. And Tyson Beck has taken this horizontal Roberto Clemente, turned it vertical, but done a really, really great job with it. A couple things stand out to me on this card. Number one is the background, the scoreboard in the background. I thought that was very, very well done. And then number two, I really liked him batting on his hat. I don't know why that was so to me so fascinating but i really really liked him on top of his hat looking off into the distance so i thought it was a really really great design by tyson beck and then taking a look at the dom manningley by jk5 you guys know that i am a collector of jk5 in this set but it was surprising to see this card get released right after the frank thomas where i almost thought that that was a jk5 card yesterday but on this card i also do understand on a side note that there are people out there who are not going to like this card. They're not going to like JK5's theme. They're not going to like the fact that JK5 has made himself part of this card. With the 2 plus 3 equals JK5. But this is his style and this is what he does. A couple of things stand out to me. I really like the wristband on his wrist or the futuristic uh, design of the card. I liked the New York Yankees on the tower in the background. And then I really did like the Tops Project 2020 underneath his legs in the orange and black uh, section of that card. So I thought it was a really, really neat card. It was uh, not as much color as I would like. The blue background was very nice. Or the blue sky was nice. But I thought there'd be a little more color. But then again, um, there are fans out there of JK5 who wish he did not do any color. So this card is kind of a happy medium for both color collectors and black and white collectors of JK5. But when it came to my favorite of the day, I went with that Roberto Clemente by Tyson Beck. I thought it was too clean, of a, too clean of a design. I thought it was too crisp overall. I thought it was really, really well done. And it really, really spoke to a collector Roberto Clemente. And you wanna learn more about the card and you wanna learn more about the artist when you just look at that card as one single card and in a brand new segment here a little bit of a QA, and i'm looking to add more of these every single week so if you have a question you want me to answer around project 2020 hit me up on twitter and i will try to get your question throughout each and every show but our first question comes to us from at patrick tisha and i hope i pronounced that last name correct on twitter but the question was what cards were i, were I most impressed with when they came in hand And maybe what cards were I least impressed impressed with when they showed up at my doorstep. And I think, very simple, on the most impressed card, it was JK5. I didn't become a fan of JK5 until I saw his Mariano in my hand when it showed up at my house. If I had seen his cards earlier on in the set in hand, I'm sure I would have been a fan. But that's an artist, to me, that gets lost um, on the screen because there's so much minor fine, finite detail on the cards that gets lost on the Tops website. So JK5 is an artist who I really, really like, um, and that's strictly due to cards showing up in my mailbox. And the cards that maybe I was least impressed with, and I think it's, it's this one's going to be interesting though, it's going to be Ben Baller's cards. I really did hope that they were going to really shine at our house. And I understand Diamonds on a printed surface are not going to be like real diamonds, but the cards have always kind of felt flat. um, And that's just strictly because of the fact that they are not printed with foil or some kind of shine finish on them. But I think those cards could have been very, very nice. Now, before we get back to my final thoughts on the 1,902 print run, let's dive into the market a little bit and understand the data that I'm gonna be talking about right now is gonna be a day old, which will be the newer data on the website by the time you see this video on Thursday morning. So definitely check out the website, crtsportscards.com. That's where the most up-to-date pricing will be for Project 2020, first player, second player, and the Forgotten Seven. And we did just conclude our 14th week of daily tracking in first player, 13th week in second player, and 12th week in Forgotten Seven. So we have a ton of free data for you. So you can look at the ups and downs of the set so you can make the right buying decision. But I think at the end of the day right now, the market still continues to struggle. For example, tonight on Wednesday, there was a Dwight Gooden Tyson back, the lowest printed card, go off at under $450. And just eight weeks ago, that card at beginning of July was selling for nearly $800. And for a little while there, that card was selling for greater than the Mike Trout Rumsey. So that card has certainly had its ride along with other cards in the set. But I think here's where you have to be careful. I am still hoping for a fall resurgence in the set to where more fans are coming in and they wanna pick up the older cards, which will then increase demand. But until that happens, nobody knows what's gonna happen. My last video or in episode number 80, I talked about we're at a tipping point. And here again, we're at another tipping point just a week later with a card under 2,000. And again, the price is continuing to drop. So just be careful out there, do your research, use my pricing data to make the best decision. Do not reach for a card and stay the course if you are gonna be looking at adding a card with a low print run. But now let's get back to my final thoughts on seeing a card print 1,902 in the month of September. In the very, very short term, I'm talking like the next seven to 10, maybe 14 days, you are gonna see an artificial bump in the print runs, people trying to buy these cards up because what has happened on eBay as of Tuesday morning, that Mariana was selling for nearly $40. Pardon me while I cut in for a second here. What you're seeing right now is filmed on Wednesday night after the first print runs were announced. This current section you're watching was filmed on Tuesday after we saw the first print runs from the week come in. But look at what happened on the Monday cards this week. Nolan Ryan Matt Taylor, three point one thousand cards, and then the old man allen Derek Jeter, couple things here quickly on the old man allen Derek Jeter that four point three k print run feels high at the moment that actually is derek jeter 's lowest print run altogether that is going to continue to depress values of his earlier cards we don 't know if that 's going to automatically make this card worth more i don 't believe that 's the case. Because at the moment, 4.3 is a ton of cards, and when you look at the recent Gregory Sif, King Griffey Jr. 4.5, not a surprise to see Griffey, or not a surprise to see Derek Jeter coming at 4.3, even though this is his now lowest printed card in Project 2020. But more importantly, when I spoke a second ago about people buying up a card because of the potential of a low print run, look at this, Nolan Ryan. 3.1K, and when you think about Matt Taylor's previous card at 2.2 with that Rivera, people probably thought that this card was gonna print low again, and what did they do, they bought it up. In my mind right now, there is no reason why this this Nolan Ryan should have been anywhere near 3,000. 3,000 is actually a lot of cards in this environment. Um, I was thinking this card was more in the 2.5, 2.6 range, just based on the Mariano, but here we are, 3one people are again buying these cards up. So we'll see what happens on the Tuesday and the Wednesday cards. But a first day after the 1.9, we had a large print run. Now we all know eBay sales on cards that are not live are completely fake and they don't mean a thing. So I don't really care if they sell for 40 bucks, 50 bucks or a hundred right now. What really matters is what are they gonna sell for when they are live and in hand. But when you think about this set, long-term what does it mean and right now unfortunately nobody knows what we have seen though since we started recently printing in the 2000s again is first and second player cards that had high 2000 print runs or just 2K in general, they have faced the most extreme pressure and dropping down in value. The one that sticks out to me the most is going to be the King Saladin Ken Griffey Jr. That card is a 2.5K print run, and at one time, that was a $500 card. And I'm talking after the bubble. I'm talking 30, 40 days ago. Now it's selling for under $250 and I'm by no means trying to scare anyone and tell you that your cards are all of a sudden going to drop in value by 50% if you just purchased a card that had a 1.9K print run from like the 30s or the 40s. I think right now, we need to take a measured approach with this set. 1.9 on this Mariano Rivera is not 1.9 from a first player card. 1.9 on a first player card or second player card is because nobody was really into the set. A 1.9K print run right now is because there was not a lot of fans looking to purchase that card. They're very, very different environments. So if I were you this week, what should you be doing? Sticking to your plan. If you have certain artists you like and you're buying their cards, buy their cards. If you like certain players, buy those players. What we cannot do right now is get reactionary and make really dumb decisions because what happened 60 days ago around card 89 and 90, we all made really crazy decisions and we printed a card at 100,000 in a 40-hour period. So at the end of the day, right now, we are not going to know what this 1.9 means in the micro in the here and now but we will know what this means for the set in the next 60 90 120 days but at the end of the day stay proactive stick to your gun stick to your plan do not buy cards you're not going to want and don't buy cards thinking they're going to print low because when you do that others doing the same thing and what do you do when that happens you get another high print run another bubble so let's stick away let's stay away from the bubbles and let's stick to our game plan as we move through the 200s in Project 2020. And along the same lines of monitoring the set, one thing I'm not gonna be doing this week is releasing a print run projection for any of the 10 cards. And the reason why I'm not is I wanna monitor the set to see what happens. The pre-orders on eBay are continuing to drop and drop and drop just because there are so few people out there who are offering eBay pre-sales on these cards. And that is understandable. It's a very difficult business to be in. But I also want to see where the print runs land for the week. And I don't want to give anyone any false sense of hope of a low print run or a high print run. I really want to see where the market is at the end of the week. I will get back to it next week with print runs. But for the time being, I think to be respectful of everyone here, I'm not going to release print runs just because I want to see where the set goes this week in week number 25.